Hello, fine dude and dudettes of the internet, and welcome back to the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. As you can tell, we do not have Mike or Alistair. However, you have myself, Anton, and also... It's me, Emily. I've replaced everybody. I'm taking over this podcast. The, the Emily show is really <laughs> insane. We're getting there. We're getting there. But another show has just concluded and is in fully just... Everything's in full swing. Hype is all over the place. And we have a second Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct, which I, I didn't expect to see one so soon. But here we are. How did you find it? I loved it. I thought it was great. I'd, I... It didn't catch it live, so I'd I looked on YouTube for the live stream, and it was forty seven minutes long, and I was like, "Oh my god, have we got fifty minutes of content?" And then I realised that it was like twenty five uh. <laughs> minutes of like the load for the stream, and then like fifteen minutes of content. We just have a force of moderator, like this <laughs> is what the menus look like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was a lot sharper, sharper, sharper than that. Uh, had like a big flashy intro to go into it, which mm-hmm. unveiled like a lot of new Absolutely. stuff. Like a lot of features are returning. Uh, it looks awesome, like graphically. I'm just really Definitely. impressed. Can I just explain our sense on it? Emily, resident Pokemon fan, mm-hmm. played all of them. I'm a skeptic. I haven't played one, <laughs> but I want to because, like, for me, it's like Switch has been like going and trying franchises. I haven't like Breath of the Wild and just seeing like so many franchises get reinvented, and this is what I'm seeing from Sword and Shield, and I'm excited, especially yeah. from that montage. Oh, definitely. It was just so gorgeous, and there's so many things to talk about. Um, but first, should we introduce uh, our website and our Twitter and how people can get in touch? Yes, the whole form. <laughs> yes, you can uh, get, if you want to find out any information about us, you can go to nsuk.co.uk. And on there, there's also some new updates. The episode page has been redone. You can now sort by host. Tons of new features, and that is tons of fun. And you can also find us on Twitter. Yes, at NSUK Podcast. Uh, you can follow us there, um, get in touch, rate us, do all those fun things on Twitter. Hot takes are welcome. Oh, absolutely. So, where, where do you want to begin? There's so much to go over. Yeah, well, I mean, should we start with the intro? So we'd, we'd come in with um, the terrible with names, what's his name? Head of Pokemon Company. He'd introduced us and said here is this video to look at and it was a whole massive montage of um the main character just like walking through different areas and towns mm. and like you saw loads of different pokemon um loads of different uh options and like things that were like oh what's this that got talked about later that we'll mention later on um there was so much to start with um so we got to look at what was it one two three four five new pokemon along with the starters yeah um which all looked really great i saw the memes afterwards and oh my god everybody loves wooloo the, i, I the, do the He's sheep so good. the sheep is so good oh, so soft i'm so sad we didn't get to see a vis- evolution because we got to see the evolution for glossfleur yeah Gloss which is Fleur. like a yeah. flower-esque pokemon and i was like i want to see a big sheep but they literally didn't. a big sheep that's what we want but no, it's it looks good. We also saw Dreadnought, a water rock type um, turtle Pokemon, um, and Corviknight, a steel flying, which is nice to see a not normal flying yeah. type Pokemon like right out the bat. Um, but yeah, so Corviknight is actually uh, they'd mentioned part of a taxi service where you can uh, take 
you can use the service to travel back to towns and cities that you've already been to in the region. So that brings into question whether HMs are done for. Are we going to have um, no more, like, HM Pokemon that you use constantly just to use, like, Fly and Strength mm-hmm. again? Which would be nice, kind of like what they did in um, Let's Go, where they just had the special moves that Eevee could do. Yeah. Which looked quite cute, but... Yeah, should look good. Um, I'm definitely happy to see that taxi thing, because when I was watching oh, the yeah. opening montage, I'm like, this looks like Ocarina of Time's just, like, massive sprawling wasteland, which also oh, yeah. will dig in it's, further. Yeah. But uh, I'm just kind of curious, because I was expecting to see more new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me too. Which I find curious. I think they're they're changing up their recipe, because I know with the previous, like, I think Sun and Moon, they were just like, here's a hundred new Pokemon, yeah. go through and this is everything you need to know. But yeah, basically. Um, I I mean, it's we'll, we'll, it'd be interesting to see how many Pokemon they actually bring into this mm-hmm. region, um, because some of the other older regions had a lot less um, Pokemon than we thought than we had like kind of before that so we'll see what happens there um because we've only got is it one two three starters and then the other what is it four five so i mean so far there's only about 10 mm. and the legendaries as well but like who knows we could have 50 60 or we could have like 100 i'm really hoping they just don't unveil any of them because i think they really are pushing this it's a big, big adventure. Like, I was getting Breath of the Wild vibes from it. Absolutely. And I would love it to just be wandering around and be like, what is that? What What is that? And you're, like, approaching it hesitantly because you don't know what its powers Absolutely. are. You don't know if it's a high-level creature. You don't know if it's low-level. And obviously, it seems like now with the world map, it's like you actually have to interact with the kind of beacon, like, question mark things themselves to start our battles a little bit less random. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's one of the, the, one of the things. As soon as Let's Go came out, we were like oh my god, this Pokemon in the field, you can see exactly what you're going to catch, what you're going to battle, and they've moved that into Sword and Shield as well, so that's going to look amazing. They all looked so good. Um, So it should be nice to have that kind of adventure, ooh, what's that Pokemon? I've never Mm -hmm. seen that before. Um, Even for new players as well, if if you're not familiar with a lot of the Pokemon, because there's so many now, um, going into it kind of totally fresh-faced. Um, it's going to be really exciting. And I think that leads us perfectly into one of the kind of main pushing points of this event was the wild area, yeah. which is like just essentially grassland, nature, sand areas, all different kind of biomes almost that fill in between the cities, which mm-hmm. means there's multiple of them. This game just looks huge, which is crazy to think that we've went from a game that was smaller and then they've made it so much more graphically intensive, oh, they've made the world bigger, they've added more Pokemon. It's just the economy of, like, the scale of it is insane. Definitely. And it was one of the things that was a real downgrade for me when I played um, Sun and Moon was that it was seriously pushing the 3DS mm. as a console. And I was like, I, I just couldn't get back into it. So I'm glad that it's on Switch now. It's a much more powerful console. It can handle so much more that like Breath of the Wild, we can just kind of dive right in. I hope there's going to be no more of those uh, root connector buildings where you have to, like, go in, load, sit in there for ages, walk through, and then go out again. So to be just completely open, you'll just go into your cities straight from your your wild areas, um, which is going to be so amazing. Yeah. 
Uh, like, especially if it's just like a case of you just go to some regions and the Pokemon are too strong, and it's kind of like, I think that makes adds the frills. It's kind of like we're saying with like mystery Pokemon. It's like it adds frills. Mm. You're like, I don't mm. know if I'm meant to be here. Am I? Which is almost like real life. You just wander down an alley and you just see some people. You're like, I don't think I'm meant to be here. <laughs> Grab an eye, stab. No, um, too violent for Pokemon. Um, but yeah, it's there's so much to talk about with this wild area because you've got sprites in the wild. Um, they mentioned that. The weather is going to change daily, yeah, that's which is exciting. super exciting. Um, things like rain, it looked like they had some sandstorms, um, some snow. Um, fingers crossed they bring back time as a function, because um, they've not had that since Gen 5, I'm pretty sure, mm. um, on the DS. So, fingers crossed that comes back, because I thought that was really good. Um I'm just hoping, like, with the weather, I think it would be such a game-changer if that affected how certain Pokemon work. So if you've got a water-type Pokemon, they work better in the rain. Definitely. Similarly with sand and maybe even with night, you get your yeah, edgy, edgy yeah. ones coming oh, out of night. Oh, you're edgy. Yeah, because it looked like it. Because um, they had... Uh, it was, like, a Dooskull and a Golurk. They had a couple of other ghost-type Pokemon out, like, creeping in the darkness. Um, so fingers crossed that stays. Um camera control. Yeah, that's the thing I'm excited for. Oh boy. Because it feels like a modern game now. Oh yeah. It feels like a £50 adventure game, which I am so excited for as like a skeptic. Because I feel like the 3DS ones, they did push the hardware, but I did just feel like they just slapped some 3D models on a a DS game. So this is... Because I mean, uh, Popcorn, Pokemon's always been a top-down kind of game. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like fairly top-down. So like, there's not much that you can do to like look around and see things behind buildings or whatever, it would be like, oh, there's a secret hidden item that I couldn't see before. So I hope that there's a lot more mystery involved in that they really push the use of the camera controls. And similarly, I'm curious how you can interact with the environment. Like, I think it would be a shame if it was just, like, wander and then tap, like, a question mark, get your Pokemon, then go. It's such a big, sprawling world, it almost seems like you'll need to have almost, like, you need to creep up to the Pokemon or crouch to get close to them yeah, and not startle them or stuff like that. Because there, there was a point in the, the montage at the beginning where the, the, the main character whistles. And I thought, does this mean we're going to like have some way of like luring, kind of like we had the dowsing mm. machine, um, where you like kind of creep up on them, but also like try and get them out of the grass to make it easier to catch or something. So who knows there? Um, what was the other thing I was going to talk about? <laughs> Mm, there's, there's so, so, there's so, so much, much that it's all just left my brain. Oh, yeah. Berries, there's a bit with uh, the, the, the character shakes tree. a tree and the berries fall down. So that's really exciting that berries have come back. More items um, to use. Will we see the honey return? Because honey was a big part of Gen 4 where you'd slather it on a tree and then like Pokemon would come by. Do you think that with the tree shaking to get the berries, will there be some Pokemon hiding in there? Uh, I'm interested because it's it's interesting because I'm curious to see almost how much of the things are going to draw from Go. I mm. think that's interesting. Are they going to have like because that had like a slew of different power ups? Are you going to be able to place a lure in the middle of like the field exactly. and then have them all come around? But uh, kind of shifting gears a little, the the kind of chat the stadiums, Dynamaxing. Oh. There's 
So they've got a lot of new stuff. Yeah. Let, let's start with the the gyms are completely different now. They're not. They're not even gyms really. All, almost. I mean, at, at least at least they're back as gyms. Yeah. Because Sun and Moon scrapped gyms, and that was probably one of the reasons I hated it. It was it was all like this trial stuff where you had to like slog through. Here's this almost like puzzle thing, and there was one gym gym trial that had a uh, like basically Pokemon Snap. I was like, okay, chill, I'm done, I'm done, I just want to get back to my gyms, battle gym leaders, and then fight the champion. Um, so it's nice to see that there is some kind of gym, mm-hmm. and, and they still call them gyms, which is good, but yeah, they've put in this new Dynamaxing feature, which is all over the place. I'm still confused a tiny bit about what it is. Um, yeah, I'm I'm on the, the fence of it, because at first it looks awesome, especially with the big oh, stadiums, yeah. it looks like almost like watching like a Yu-Gi-Oh! anime kind of thing. Oh my gosh, that's exactly... I bring that up too often on this <laughs> podcast, but uh, it looks cool, but I'm trying to think, didn't they do like Mega Evolutions or something? Yeah. It was like, you can do this once per like battle. Yeah, exactly. So like, from what I gather, Dynamaxing is like this thing where you make one of your Pokemon per battle, like, super big, and your attacks become um, like, really strong. They mm-hmm. become, like, max attacks or whatever. Um, and it's only for three turns, so it's like a perish song. Um, and, yeah, so, like, in the gym battles, your the gym leader also has the ability to Dynamax Pokemon. Um, and then that becomes, like, a cool Yu-Gi-Oh! anime bit. Um, but then it also, like impacts uh the raids as well yeah which is really interesting so like raids was a big feature of pokemon go Mm. um in that you would have like a whole bunch of people coming in and trying to defeat this one giant pokemon you defeat it it would get smaller and then you could catch it so in sword and shield it looks like they brought this into the game um where you can have either local wireless or online, online yeah. multiplayer also noted i checked the website because i was like what if you're lonely and sad and have no friends they add um support trainers okay. as well so like you can CPU. So, yeah so you can play this on your own oh, if, if you are like really lonely and have no friends um or no internet connection um which is really cute um yeah, so the Dynamax raids, you, you go in, like, you defeat this Pokemon. It all looks really sleek. Yeah, like, it, it looks, looks great. seamless. Yeah. Um, and then for some of the Pokemon that appear in these raids, they can only be caught once you defeat them, like, mm. in that raid. So they'll come up into the wild, um, which is really exciting for a lot of rarer Pokemon Definitely. that we've never really seen be able to be caught in the wild before. Things like uh, Milotic was one of the main ones that everybody was getting at in the comments section. It was like, because it was so hard to catch, uh, even in Gen 4, because Feebas was impossible to find. Um, so that's that's going to be really good, because they'll keep it fresh yes. as well. And it seems like almost something they could do is like, eat, like I hate to use this term, but like seasons, like almost like in an online yeah, game, where it's like, yeah, exactly. yeah, for this like limited time, we've got like, a different like different colors of Mewtwo, which you can collect, yeah. or something like that. I, it's the it's it's what they've done with a lot of the more recent Switch games. What they've done with Smash and what they did uh, with Splatoon too. Yeah, you yeah. know, like it's your Splatfests and your Spirit um, 
like kind of festivals almost. So yeah, that that would be really interesting to see to keep it fresh to kind of keep people interested. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also kind of curious to see how they're going to structure this because I'm curious to see if they're just going to do it as like in the game, it's random random Pokemon, so you never know what you get. Or is it going to be like you go for a like campaign almost? It's like yeah, you go mm. for like twelve different ones. They get gradually harder. You need to assemble a team of four, almost like Destiny almost. Where you can yeah, you yeah. have to have your raid team. But uh, I, I hope it's a lot more random because I random. think that that would that would be much more interesting to to for the experience and I think for things like trading, which is kind of a core element of Pokemon, um, to kind of keep it fresh, keep people coming in to be like, oh, I've got to slog through this to try and find this max raid. Um, so fingers crossed for that. Yeah, but kind of concluding on the kind of Dynamax thing. I'm almost curious, I'm very curious about it, because I feel, my fear is, is it just going to come a little bit, like, generic, like, it, you're going to have one giant Pokemon per battle, and I think, it, in my head, I'm worried that it's, the reason it's been implemented is more so to make the stadium, big stadiums look True, normal. because stadiums are massive. And for, like, Dynamax, uh, the kind of max rate battles. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how that works out in actual gameplay. Mm, mm. But uh, shifting on a little, we've got we've got the big the champion, which they're they're really giving us like generic anime charm on oh, that yeah, person. Yeah, I, like I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, this is the one we're maybe attracted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sun and Moon it was the professor. Now it has to be the champion. You know, they've got to keep it fresh. Um, but yeah, champion Leon, um, he's supposed to be like uh, he's like the undefeated Pokemon yeah. trainer in the region. Um, he's supposed to be, like, super friendly. And, I mean, as soon as they say that, you're like, wow, this guy sounds tiny bit evil. I think he's probably going to be, like, the villain or part of the evil team because we've mm. not heard anything about an evil team in this region. Um, is Has he got some, like, super evil plan that he's going to, like, try and destroy the world or do something with the, the legendaries or something? Mm. Who knows? But the thing I, I still find funny, so he's got a little brother, which is the rival... And I don't know how Pokemon keep keeps on managing to do this, but have like a cute anime boy be so like just you look at him and he's like I don't like you, you're annoying. <laughs> no, I don't oh my want god, you yeah. in my game. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just Hop. so snooty. Hop, the younger brother of Champion Leon. Um, yeah, I I know what you mean because so many of the rivals in these games have been just like so annoying. Yeah, and and they changed it in in Let's Go. They wanted to make the rival friendly. And they had it in a couple of other um, generations as well. But, like, I really miss evil, like, grumpy rival that was like, mm, I'm going to get you and your little dog too kind of thing. Um, <laughs> who knows? Uh, we've also got, like, uh, Professor Magnolia and Assistant Sonia. Which yeah. I think, is this the first time we've had a, a female professor in a Pokemon game? It's the second. Second Because we had, uh, it was Gen... Seven? No, Gen 6. Which was that? Oh, God. Is that it? No. That's bad. Oh, there it, was... No, <laughs> oh, it, was gen, it was Generation 5. Yeah, it was Unova. We had... Um, I can't remember her name, but there was a female mm-hmm. professor there. Um, they're going along the trend, though, because I've noticed... Also, I'd, I'd seen this on, on the internet somewhere, that all the male professors are named after trees... And all the female professors are named after flowers. It's really strange. Um, it's like some kind of 
gender it's, it's, thing, but yeah. it's like it's but, weird. Uh, fi- final thoughts there. We'll just shuffle along <laughs> yeah. uh, before we go into the sexism of Pokemon. <laughs> uh, I-, I want assistant Sonya's hair. I-, I think they've got a good. Oh look. my god, that Absolutely. should be my new hairstyle. So um, if you want, like, so give me like money to go get a haircut. That would be great. We'll start a Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah. all, all the fans of Nintendo Switch UK podcast get yeah. Anton a haircut. And I think comes the last the last kind of game detail is legendary Pokemon. We've got two of them. We've got mm-hmm, Zacian, mm-hmm. the sword Pokemon, and Zamazita, the shield yeah. Pokemon. What, what do you, how do you feel about them? Uh, the, it was, it's really fresh. I, I like that it's new. <laughs> I don't know if I really like their designs, yeah. though. I was trying to be as nice yeah. as I could with this. but like, being fairly positive. We yeah. Can, I think it's fine to have some criticism. I'm, I'm the same where it annoys me that... Uh, oh, what's his name? Zamazita. He is literally a shield. And then this Zacian just has a sword in his mouth. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was like, like, so much more you could have done. That you could doesn't have put make the sword him a sword back. Pokemon, <laughs> that the fact that he owns a sword. That's like saying, <laughs> yeah. I'm a video game human. It's, it's not <laughs> because really Because I have argument. a video game. No, totally. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I'm glad we're agreeing on that. But I think they look quite cool, though. They're, mm. it's, they're nice to look at, but in all honesty, I don't know how I feel about them yet. Yeah. Um, we don't know anything about their typing. Um, I expect they're going to be steel types. It's mm. probably a given, but we'll see what happens after that. Could be a, I don't think we've got a dark steel type grouping, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just on the fence because even just their, their designs, they're very long strokes. I'm like, that looks nice in motion and from certain angles, but I can totally see that looking weird from other angles. So, Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm curious. I'm, I'm on the fence there, but at mm-hmm. least we're both on the fence. And then finally, release date coming out November, 20, uh, November 5th. November 15th. 15th. Yes. <laughs> 2019. Uh, going to cost £60, usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got that double pack, which is a new thing for both. Yeah. They've never done it's that. Both games. Yeah. Uh, which is really bizarre, because at first I was like, oh, I guess for a discount I could see people, like, for instance, here in the UK, if they maybe package them up for, like, mm-hmm. 75, 8 quid, I could see people buying both just being, like, almost like a collector's edition. Yeah, yeah, because they had kind of, like, a, a not-final-design box mm-hmm. of both of them. So I, I'm excited to see if that becomes, like, a bundle. There was a one point in the video when they talked about Dynamax Raids... They put on the bottom of the screen, it says, um, additional accessory may be required. Um, So I'm thinking, are they going to bring out another, like, because they'd announced at the, what was it, the the other Pokemon business plan announcement video that they'd hosted, that they brought out the Pokemon Go Plus Plus, Plus, which is a terrible name, and anyone (laughs) who ever thought that that was a good idea is an idiot. Um, but I have a feeling that the Pokemon Go Plus Plus is going to have to be used or is going to be beneficial in some way mm. in these Dynamax raids, which I really hate. Um, so they might put that in a bundle with both games. Interesting. It should be interesting to see. Because that would make sense because I know one of the criticisms is, is we've got an elite American price for the bundle, oh. which the normal game costs $60. Mm-hmm. The bundle costs £120. Uh, dollars, so right. there's no saving there. So 
if that's the case, they've just wasted cardboard putting them in a box oh, together. exactly. Yeah. So I'm hoping there is, like, an extra in there. Like, if you buy both the bundle, you maybe get, like, one extra Pokemon or yeah. something like yeah. that. Or, at, like, maybe, like, if they did do, like, a season pass thing. Who knows? God forbid. Oh, that would be... <laughs> Microtransactions in my Pokemon game. There's so much anything. Pokemon in the world. The last thing we would need is DLC. <laughs> oh, my God. No, we um, can't let that happen. But, yeah, um, just kind of before we can shuffle on to our opinions of the Pokemon Direct June 2019, do you think they're going to integrate in? Because they've announced a lot of new apps recently. We've got Pokemon Sleep, Pokemon Home, which I think that one's that one is confirmed to be compatible. That's the kind of... Pokemon oh yes, sharing. yeah, yeah. That's like their new bank system. Yeah, yeah. It's it literally is really. Yeah. Uh, and then I think what else have we got? We've got Pokemon Masters. That's like its own game. But yes. I think Pokemon Sleep. That's probably the only one I could see them integrating. But yeah, that I, seems. I don't more know how I feel. I I basically slept through that other Pokemon update video. It was just like there's so much crap. Yeah. In all honesty, <laughs> um, but yeah, Pokemon Home is going to be really good. Fingers crossed. You don't have to pay extra to use it and that it would be part of your Switch Online mm. membership. Because um, theoretically, in my head, I see it as less so a paid service to transfer yourself and more so motivation to go from one game to the other because mm. you can carry your Pokemon forward. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like, even just like, as in like, somebody who, like anybody who's owned a 360, lots of 360 games had it where you're your cars came over from four to four to five, or mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. character came from Mass Effect two to three. Uh, so, it paid charging for it, I'm skeptical for. But we, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I've always wanted to try and do uh, a like full gen run of like transferring, uh, catching a Pokemon in like red or blue, and then transferring it all the way up. Because I've never done that before, um, and I'd be really excited to see how difficult it is. Because mm. I mean, transferring from the, I don't think can you do a transfer from Game Boy to like color or to GBA. See, I know you can. I have heard of people doing from red to like what was the newest game, Sun and Moon at the time, but that was via the 3DS port. Of course. So yeah. I don't know what's possible with native hardware. Like all the Game Boys, you can transfer together. Yeah, so I, I mean, the, I, the, the, yeah. the the probably your best option is just Game Boy Advance. Yeah. So like your DS and then to 3DS and then mm. onto Switch. Anyway, that, mm. that, that's a, that's a whole other podcast, day. yeah. Um, so, most important thing, this is kind of pre this show. What's, what's the start are you feeling? Oof. I don't know. If, if Skull Bunny's going to be a firefighting type, yeah. I'm going to cry and I'm going to never buy this game. Really? Uh, I'm I'm over it. We've had, this will be the fourth, um, yeah, it'll be the fourth bloody firefighting type starter that we've had and I, and I don't want to see it happen again. Um, so if that happens, I mean, I'll still buy the game, but I definitely won't pick Skull Bunny. If not, I might. Um, but it's a toss-up. I I've always struggled with pick starters. Mm. They're so difficult because they're all so cute. We'll see what the evolutions look like. If they're really ugly, then I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm obviously going to pick the one that looks the nicest. But who knows? What about you? Oh, I, see, I think Scorn Bunny, Scorn. but it is like kind of a generic choice. I like how cute Sobel is. Yeah. Uh, but I do love like the kind of cartoony bounciness of Scorn Bunny. It like yeah, reminds definitely. me of Cuphead almost in that little wee like, oh, like definitely. standing there like, was, bounce to them. Yeah, there was a part in the the montage where the main trainer fist bumps 
um, score running, which is so cute. So that's a, it seems like the bit where you pick your starter. They have this cute little interaction at the, the start there. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? But yeah, I think... F- so overall, final thoughts. How, how do you feel about this event? Do you think we're going to get another one? Because there sounds quite a lot unknown. Yeah. Although we have had two directs, which I, I I can't feel like that first one should have just been in with this one, but it's Pokemon, so they, they get to do what they want. Yeah, true, true. Um, I was so surprised at how much content they managed to put in 15 minutes. Very true. Um, really, really in-depth in a lot of the areas. Um, definitely check out the website as well, because I found out a couple of other tidbits that were in there that weren't in the uh, direct. Um, d- at least an 8 out of 10 mm. for me. Um, and I I think we'll get one more before November. Yeah. Because it is June, so that's like five months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I expect, I'd expect i expect to see one maybe late September, October. Mm. Um, and, then, and then they'll release it. In November. Yeah, it's either that or they're going to like mention it like as a footnote at the end of every like direct over that time period because it's just weird. Like, no, the fact that it's thrown me off is we don't have any limited edition hardware. I'm like, there's going to be a limited edition switch. Maybe one reason is we've got a switch mini in the pipeline and they're wanting to package it in. Don't Who do even this to knows? Me. But, Don't do uh, this to me. You I, check out nearly any any other episode that I'm in. You'll hear me talk about how much I hate the Switch Mini. <laughs> and you can now do that with the new episodes oh, page on smooth. the nsukp.co.uk website where you can sort by host now. Can you believe it? And you can even go and read Emily's bio on the new host page, Technology. And you can also find us on other websites, can't you, Emily? <laughs> yes, on the Twitters. You can find us on NSUK Podcast. That's right, isn't yeah. it? Yes, I've you're, got it right got again. It ding, ding, ding. Um, we, we also have an email. What's the yes, email? Yes, at podcast at nsukp.co.uk. And I hope you have enjoyed this episode. This has been a little bit different. I've, I think it's been good. Let us know what you thought on yeah. Twitter. Um, yeah, rate this episode a lot higher than all the other ones so we, I can replace Mike as host. Oh. Yeah. We start our civil war. Oh, we yeah. make a movie out of it where, where nobody dies. Oh, yeah. Of course. Because <laughs> no. everybody's friends. Because we're too violent. No. And we need yeah. to set up for like, the big like, ensemble of all the podcasts exactly. coming together. Exactly. Um, anyway, that's a ramble for you. So, Hopefully, this hasn't been too rambly. It's been fun talking about this, and uh, let's hope we get some more kind of solo directs, because it's kind of nice to just sit down and chat about one game. Definitely. Uh, Because obviously in the podcast, we cycle through things, but anyway, rambling again. (laughs) Thank you very much for watching. Au revoir. Bye-bye.